Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to another amazing book club episode of IndiePod. This is uh, our last book club that we will be doing. Last book club, a special episode, whatever. Because if you didn't know... IndiePod is coming to a close. We have, yep, uh, at the time of this recording, yeah, we got canceled. Bond said um, some dumb shit, and now we got to leave. Yeah, I'm honestly surprised that wasn't the uh, the reason that we were done. But, I mean, I if anything, I think it's because we only had, like, a small community. So it's like, yeah, you can't really cancel it's, us. It's harder to piss but, off people if there's no one there to piss off. Yeah, exactly. It's just like yelling at a wall. It's or or like the old man yelling at this clouds like it's just there's no one there. So how are you going to cancel us? But yep, it's that age old saying, you know, if a man says a racist comment in the forest, does he even get canceled? (laughs) And no one's around to hear it. Is canceling even an option? I don't like, know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Man, I, that's a, the one of those great philosophical questions. Yeah, I feel can't like believe it doesn't it. get answered enough. Fucking Confucius, he really knew his shit. Fucking <laughs> said that back <laughs> in the 1800s or whenever Confucius was around. I don't fucking know. At the time of this, uh, blah, at the time of this recording, I just like had a little mini stroke there. That's okay. Uh, we trying. only have like two episodes left to record after this one. Of course, I believe yeah. this Infernax episode is probably going to go live after those episodes, depending on how I do this. But do we want? Yeah. I feel like we should fast track that one because, like, I feel like the I'm last episode should to. be the last episode, the one with all the questions and us saying like goodbye. Because it will be yeah. weird for us to be like, we're never gonna show up again, and then have that in for next episode go live. I mean, it is a little weird because since I'm going to be posting the stuff early, either way, the developer interview is going to be the last thing. So oh, yeah, yeah, because yeah, I'm posting yeah. about Tuesday, the it's, so it's going to yeah. be weird. So maybe I'll just have this go live on that Friday and we'll just end this off with like, goodbye. See you never. You know what I mean? Yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. fuck y'all. That's nice. So this is really our goodbye episode. Who would have thought? Yeah. Yeah. We're just not going to, not going <laughs> to talk about it. Instead, we're going to talk about Infernax by Berserk Studio. We, you know, every other month. We hopped in, played a game, and uh, talked about it with our patrons' input. It's super fun. We've got two patrons that I sent in their audio. That's kind of how our book clubs work, yep. or at least how they used to work, because this is the last one, baby! Let's no go, mas. let's go! Let's go. Just, just yeah, just Get one that more. hype. Just one more. That see, last hype. Yeah, two more episodes after this. How are you feeling about that, Big Joshua? It's slowly encroaching. It's the end of IndiePod, but the time this goes live, it's the end of IndiePod. It's done. <laughs> <laughs> it feels, um, I mean, it's it's bittersweet, right? It feels yeah. good, but it also, like, I'm going to miss this, you know? What else am I going to be doing on my Thursday night? Got I know, it's better. weird. Sometimes we would record two episodes, sometimes it's just the one, but yeah, I feel like if we ever do do something else, it'll definitely be fun. Uh, thank you so much to... Everyone who's given us like kind words about us ending IndiePod and being excited about our 
future ventures and such such nice fucking fans when it comes to the patrons. i know <laughs> yeah they are so nice i it's kind of hilarious until uh tomorrow at the time of this recording no one actually knows outside of our patrons that we are ending the show mm-hmm. because the episode doesn't go live for free feeds until then because patreon's pulling a whole bunch of shenanigans on me and i can't figure it out and i'm just like you know what this is gonna be weird but yeah I'm going to post about it on Twitter as well on Friday, just to be clear with everyone. But yeah, no, not many people know. So we're just kind of chilling here. We're incognito. We are, you know, Red October. I'm not actually sure what that book and or movie is about other than uh, Submarine. But you know what? Let's just fucking talk about Infernax once again, developed by Berserk Studio. Big Josh Boy, you are, of course, the person who would like this more because... I'm a little bitch boy, dude. Ain't, ain't no way that I'm gonna like it's, this fucking game. What? What? Okay, first off, I'm gonna miss your terrible transitions. Second <laughs> off, um, what do you equate to you being a bitch, meaning you wouldn't be good at this game? Are you saying because it's hard? No, this game is just super fucking hard. Like okay. I'm, I'm basically just saying that like it is hard to the point where I just find it annoying. You know what I mean? Like it's it, so it funny almost to me. feels unfair and I'm like, can you fuck off? It's like, so real. funny to me how backwards we are that I fucking hate souls games. And yet you're the one who always plays them, but will complain about difficulty. Whereas I don't care about difficulty and I'm all in for hard games, but I fucking hate souls likes. Dude, this is just, there's something about like from software games that they just feel good and they feel fair and and other people have kind of gotten that as well like i loved remnant from the ashes chronos before the ashes kind of annoying but whatever the surge (laughs) 2 was fun but there were certain enemies that are super annoying it's like difficulty can be a tightrope walk with i with also like making things i would say fair and i feel like this game is just not it's like i will fuck y'all I will say this game has an egregious difficulty curve where you start off and it is just awful at like at the start of it. But then as you start leveling up and progressing, it starts to get more. I don't know if it's that I got better with the mechanics, but a lot of things felt better as I continued to play. Like a lot of it is, you know, there you might as a person who really struggles just have to grind for a while to level up so you have more hits you have more uh also were you playing classic mode okay that's what i was gonna say i i played classic mode for a while and then got really pissed because the skeleton kept killing me and i was like (laughs) dude this is fucking impossible so i was like you know what fuck it i've got i want to play some more so i just popped it down to the casual mode which is nice that they have that because you get an extra life you don't lose your gold when you die i was like oh that's kind of cool because before that i totally forgot that in classic mode you lost your gold so i'm like why do i have no fucking gold yeah what is this i i played classic mode throughout the entire game and i will say it is a bit annoying when you are stuck in an area because you either have to grind or just get good um in a lot of ways i think the thing that pisses me off the most and why i was like i think that that difficulty curve really hits you hard at the start is because you start with no extra lives which is really annoying for dungeons 
like just traversing around the world and getting to different places and fighting things is like fine because you know you generally have only a few screens to go before you get to a save spot but the minute you get to dungeons and start doing those it gets so hard because a lot of the times what i had to do to get through them is i wouldn't have enough like uh, ways to heal myself or lives to go through to basically kill yourself and get full health or full magic again and kind of cheat the system uh what i would have to do is i'd have to go through the dungeon defeat a really hard part where you either like get a key or something that helps you with half of the dungeon and then go and backtrack the entire way which in a lot of cases those dungeons were not made to do that and then sometimes i'd have to purposely like hit like run into something to kind of like trigger myself to bump me to a specific area to get through it to get back save so that i would have full health and the key and then go back into the dungeon and just skip another section of it so like there is a little bit of it that was kind of annoying that i cheesed to to do which i think is kind of shitty uh when it comes to a gameplay perspective because i don't think everyone wants to do that um but i had to keep doing that until i got through the game to a point where I was like, oh, I'm leveled up enough and I have enough extra lives where I can go through a certain area. Plus, the thing that really sucks with these types of games and old school games is like you have a certain amount of health and you keep getting more health. But then they have these dungeons where there's like pitfall areas where it's like, oops, I landed wrong. All of my extra health means shit because I died because I fell off the edge, which like, yeah, it's is like, very why detrimental. is getting impaled by a spike and getting impaled by a spear two randomly different amounts of damage? Like For it sure. doesn't make any, you're like, I'm getting impaled either way. Is this like a Judas spike? Is it just going right <laughs> up the b-hole? Like I don't understand. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's always been old school games and that's kind of like it's a platforming thing. Um, but it was annoying because those dungeons are so long and so detrimental. If you just like make that one mistake, you have to go all the way through it. So I kept doing that cheese thing where I'd play through most of those dungeons. I'd play through half of a dungeon, then come back, save, and then go back in. Um, that being said, I fucking like this game. It's good. Like, yeah, you're I, a fan. You're I'm like, a fan. Big Josh boy game of the year right here. Uh, not, not game of the year. <laughs> Um, uh, game of the year is Tunic right now for me. But that being said, Infernax is still a, it's a damn good game. Like I would give this, if I had to rate this on a number scale, like I'd give it an eight out of 10. Like it's a good fucking game. Um, I think it very much speaks to people who like Castlevania type games and like old school classic games. It's if that's your thing, like you're going to enjoy it. But yes, it is hard. You can go on casual mode, which makes it uh, much easier from a perspective of like the grind. Like I could have also have played this game where I just grinded for a while and then been like, I'm ready. Right. Like, But I didn't do that. So like I also put a stipulation on myself that made it harder, which I could have. But I don't like playing games where I just grind for a while. It's another reason why I'm not as crazy about soft like from soft games when it comes to that when we talked about like the difficulty thing is like there's a lot of just all right i'm gonna have to grind before i'm ready to fight this boss and i just i don't i'm not really like i want to just go from one place to one place and the grind be the traversal in between there i think that's like the right way to design a game in my mind like it at least for me and infernex doesn't doesn't do that like i was able to get through it in my own way by not just constantly grinding so to a degree i still think it was like the right fit um 
And I just, I really enjoy like the choice aspect of that, of playing the good, playing the bad and being able to like let people live or kill them. I think it was cool that those choices did have an impact on like if other quest lines opened up for you or if you got to do like the fully good, like I beat the game once and then realized I didn't beat like the, the, you're the true hero. Like I didn't get the good, good ending. And I was like, oh shit, I didn't, ah, even, I didn't okay. even realize. And there was like a whole other set of quests that I could do because I had done enough good things in the game. And so now I'm at like this, what's supposed to be one of the hardest dungeons afterwards. Like there's this one giant like devil demon you fight at the end of the game for like the normal playthrough. And he was pretty tough. He, he pissed me off. But I got through it and I was like, yeah, this is awesome. I won the game. And then you unlock this uh, new weapon and uh, basically this uh, Necronomicon book that kind of opens up a portal from where the demon was. And like this tentacle just comes up and just fucking squashes him. And it's like it was such a an insult to you being like, I spent so long fighting this fucking boss and beating the game. And, and then the game's just like, actually, he's dog shit. And you need to get good because there's more stuff coming. It pulls that Castlevania twist on you where you, now you've got to go through the castle upside down. And you're just like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. So it's now I'm in this other game here. So now I'm in this demon world and uh, it's it's pretty tough. I haven't beat that part yet. But like the entirety of the game, I think, is done really well. I love the music. I think that there are definitely things that like the reason why it's not, you know, a nine or a 10 out of 10 is like there is a lot of shit that they put in here that I feel like is to pay homage to old games, but it's like the shittiest part of old games. The <laughs> fact that I have to fucking hear this guy say like the quell my prayers, prayers quell my whatever fucking dialogue box every time I save and it has to play oh, that music so annoying, every time. Dude, there's so much time in this game that is just you sitting and staring at the screen because it's like, we got to show how many lives you got for like five fucking seconds. And it's like, granted, what is five seconds, right? It's a short amount of time. But if you do that constantly because you're dying or because you're constantly saving, it's like, God, what a waste of time. And it's such an insult because you're like, fuck, I keep dying. I keep having trouble with this one spot. And then the game's got to be like, I guess you'll just sit here and think about what you did. And it's like, fuck, game, <laughs> just let me go back and fucking get good and stop wasting my time. Like, I hate, I've talked about this so much on this show, but I fucking hate when games do not respect your time. And that shit is egregious. It is like way too much. Infernax definitely had moments where I was like, fuck, it's really hard to like you right now because I have to just sit here and watch you just fucking do nothing. Ah, that shit fucking riles me up but like it, it's things like that that pay once again i feel like pay homage to the older game type where they kind of had they all had that right and there were certain reasons why a lot of that was in there is because of like long loading times because that was just a thing back in the day but like we're playing a game that simulates an old school arcade game right this isn't playing off of an old school arcade this is playing off of, for me, an Xbox Series X. Like, this shit should be, like, fucking that. Like, <laughs> right away. Okay. All right. I do have to ask. the That first kind of, like, choose your fate option where you walk up and the guy asks you to kill him. You yeah. can either kill or help him. Which one is the bad one? <laughs> so the bad one is killing him right away. Really? He bad, asks you to kill yeah. him. So I was like, okay. The bah. bad the bad one is killing him right away. And the reason for that is because his wife sees you do it. 
Yeah. And so if you <laughs> try to save him, you try to spare him, and then he turns into the monster and you kill him, she sees that and she like thanks you for trying to help him and then, you know, uh, eventually defeating the beast. And she ends up giving you this quest line to fight him in another realm. Like apparently the beast still kind of like lives on in some demon world and is like in a stronger form. And then you fight his stronger form and finally put him to rest, basically. Weird. Okay. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. He walked up and he was like, kill me. And I was like, I mean, if that's what you want, big boy. And I just fucking squashed his head like a grape. I was like, yeah. Is that not what I was supposed to do? And then his wife runs away. And I was like, yeah, that wasn't what probably I was probably not. To do. <laughs> yeah. Some of them, some of them are not as obvious, which I do enjoy. Um, and then some of them are. Some of them are like these bandits that are just fucking partying outside some guy's camp. And he's like, can you tell them to go away? And they're like, we'll go away when we want. And then you're just like, fucking leave. And like, that's obviously the good one. <laughs> I I thought the game was fun and, and the classic mode was pretty nice. I didn't think that it was like exceptionally hard or anything like that. But I do hate the fact that like I have fucking five health boxes and get wiped out in two hits. Yeah. I'm like, how does that make any sense? Why do they take several boxes? Yeah. What is that all eventually, about? And I understand I just need to like upgrade my armor and stuff. Like, yeah. Eventually you get new armor, you get new weapons. You also get to uh, put points into health and attack and magic. Um, as you start getting more levels, like meaning just like more progression into the game you also get cooler spells that you get to use for things i love the doves they're great they attack people it's nice you get to do nothing um but like it does kind of suck because this game is one of those things where it's very basic at the beginning and you kind of have to play like halfway through before the game really starts hitting that good like sweet spot of this is pretty fun um whereas like i said that difficulty curve of like initially it kind of feels like you're just smacking your head into a wall for a little bit yeah and i do remember when when talk of this being our book club game first came out you're like i think you'll like this game but you need to grind first yeah uh-huh. like don't don't just yeah. try to go you need to grind and i was like ah fuck it i'll just i'll just go and do it. i'll see what's up you know what annoyed me the most was the skeleton that i kept dying to i figured out i wasn't even supposed to go that way dude I just needed to go a different way and I would have been perfectly fine. But instead I just sat there fucking jumping at this skeleton on a ledge, not under like, honestly though, the fucking blocking shit annoys me so much. I was like, I don't understand why I jump once blocks it jump another time. I'm fucking dead. Like, how does that make (laughs) any sense? It pissed me off a lot. Yeah, apparently I just need to get good. I mean, it was kind of interesting once I realized that like your morning star does have that kind of like a long reach, very similar to the whip in Castlevania. So you basically are just meant to like jump toward them and hit the attack button when you're above them and it still stays out there and will hit them on the way down. I was like, oh, okay, that's kind of interesting. Yeah, but then I died like four more times. I was like, ah, you can go fuck yourself. I'm done with this game, dude. <laughs> it's yeah. There's like there's certain enemies that it benefit. Like that's the whole thing. It's like a learning curve because there's certain enemies that benefit from you just like rushing up to them and then just being like, bah. Where like the axe throwing ones, like they throw those axes and they can be really annoying if you're far away from them because you can't like get to them because they just have never ending axes. But if you just run up to their face immediately when you see them, they just throw the axes right over you. Like oh yeah. 
It was awesome. I was like, nice arc, dude. You might yeah. you might want to try just like trying to hit me with the axe, yeah. you know? No big deal. It was fun though. I, I do think the game is fun enough. And I imagine like if I just sat down and tried to play it, like really tried to play it, I probably enjoy it after a little while. I would definitely need to grind a bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I didn't actually start playing until just the other day. And I was like, I just got to play some of this fucking game, dude. I got to play some <laughs> so I could talk about it. Cause it was interesting. Like I, I do actually really like the, the choice option. It's something I've always really, really loved in games. And the setting is really interesting where you are coming back from the crusades, but a year before you came back, a book came back, which is like you said, very similar to the Necronomicon. And you're just like, uh, what is this army of darkness? What's what's happening here? But yeah, you come back and there's fucking skeletons and zombies and shit everywhere. Shit's insane. Like, okay, that was yeah. pretty cool. And you think you're going to get to your castle because you're like a duke and they're like, nah, big boy, there's this fat blob of flesh that's just fucking everybody up. You got to go kill it. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Also, good, man. I mean, this is just one of my fucking nitpicks, but dude, I still despise when you take damage from enemies just touching you. Like just <laughs> just running into them, them not even hitting you or anything, you just walking up to them and it's like being in their presence. They give off some aura of like fat stank or some shit. Like they just freaking let go a hefty fart and you just die. Like it just bothers me so much. Would it be acceptable for, for your, you know, uh, gripes with that mechanic if say you walked into them and they also took damage? I would be okay with that. Yeah. yeah. As long as like there was some sort of quid bro quid pro quo where it's like, maybe we just punch each other. Like, yeah. I don't know what happens here, but instead I walk into them and they're just like, basically give me the finger and I'm like, uh, you, you kill me. Oh my God. It's so rude. Like it just pisses me off a lot, but big Josh boy, you know what? We've, we've got some patrons here. That Ooh. sent us in their audio. So I think it's about time we see what they think about it. I'm excited. Let's get into this. Gotta be real here, guys. I played maybe 20 minutes of the game this month. It seemed nice, like a modern, better-playing version of Castlevania 2. But I've just started a new job, and it's been absolutely hectic. I simply haven't had the time. So I wasn't going to submit anything, but then I heard you were leaving IndiePod. So I just had to submit something. Something to remember me by. Something to get yourself through those lonely nights when your wives have a headache. Clearly, I needed to read some passages from Fifty Shades of Grey in my sexy Aussie voice for you. So here you go. Suddenly, he grabs me, tipping me across his lap. With one smooth moment, he angles his body so my torso is resting on the bed beside him. He throws his right leg over both mine and plants his left forearm on the small of my back, holding me down so I cannot move. He places his hand on my naked behind, softly fondling me, stroking around and around with his flat palm. And then his hand is no longer there, and he hits me hard. I want you sore, baby, he murmurs. And he continues his sweet, leisurely torment backwards and forwards. Every time you move tomorrow, I want you to be reminded that I've been here. Only me. You are mine. 
But for real, guys, it's been great. You have made me laugh so many times throughout my commutes to and from work, and I wish you all the best, whatever the future may hold for you both. If you ever need some wombats to get you out of a jam, just hit me up. Oh my god. (laughs) I do very much appreciate the, like, oddly sexual relationship that Phil has with us. I think it's super funny. I think, you know, as much of a joke as it is to just read a passage from that book, I feel like that was very specifically chosen. That specific, like... (laughs) area of he had that. it highlighted yeah He's just like, like he this knew is a good one right here. he knew what he was doing <laughs> um i felt very uncomfortable so congrats i'm oh, sure that josh boys approved i want to sure. hear about some more spankings i'm gonna have to listen to this audiobook phil send me fucking send i do me a fat ass jpeg not jpeg like audio file of you just reading this fucking book yeah just send me a, a fat like a jpeg of your fat ass like let's see it dude i want to see them dude thick I cheeks do, i do like that he he very much got into that he even did the big smack i know i was not expecting that and like there were crickets in the background or so and are you I was like are you in the forest in like yeah what is that why what's yeah. with the it sounds like uh, your fiance was like, I mean, if you're going to fucking send in this like this erotic little bit to your your podcast, you're just going to have to take it outside. You know, big boy, mm-hmm. like you're just you're getting a little you're giving off a little bit too much heat here. And maybe she had a headache, you know, I do That's very much it. love that where it's just like, I need to give you something to tide yourselves over if you if you can't get the sexy that. Yeah, I like <laughs> it, though. I like it. Um Thank you, Phil. That was great. I appreciate it, especially the like preface of "I've only played twenty minutes of this game." <laughs> yeah, that seems to Fucking be the bird, uh, my, a bird of a feather here, Big jo- Big Josh boy. Me, me and Phil. Let's I go, know. Dude. Yeah, you guys are just it's made for each other. Maybe you you should just uh, do the show with him. Ah, uh, you know it's. It just wouldn't be the same without Big Josh, but, you know. <laughs> Plus, I was the one who wanted to leave first, so I don't oh, know yeah. why I'm the one. <laughs> That's true. But whatever. We also have one more patron that we got to hear from. So, let's check in with Zach. Hey, guys. It's Zach. Final book club. This is weird. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Infernax was... Uh, I really liked it. I love the old Castlevania games, though, so makes sense. <laughs> It's like right up my alley. Um, I like how it's just kind of like a modern Castlevania one, but with the old, uh, with the Metroidvania map and like the added like decisions you get to make occasional like kill or save, you know, they're, they're not crazy, but it adds some interesting flavor. Uh, my favorite part by far though, is the death or game over screen, you know, where it just goes red and. Yeah, music picks up and uh, whoever got the killing blow just wails on you. It's fucking great. It reminds me of the uh, Batman Arkham games. That's one of my other favorite game over screens where, you know, like whoever got the killing blow stands over you and just talks shit to your corpse. I love it. It's like adding insult to injury. It's not just like game over, but you'll get them next time. It's like you fucking suck. And it's just it pisses you off, but it's it also is just like well, fuck you. I could do it. I could do this. Um, but yeah, Infernax really liked it. Didn't get to finish it. I was too distracted by Risk of Rain two and Elden Ring. So way she goes, I guess. But really enjoyed it. And also, I just want to say thank you guys for just 
being who you are and doing what you do. Show was great. I loved being a part of the journey and the community. And uh, I'll miss the show, but it's been fun. You guys are the best. So sweet. I know. Who who would have thought that we both like we would have got a little bit of literotica and then just a nice little a little sweet bit from Zach to cap off the show. It's that's a it's a good so way to nice. go. It's you know what? Let's just you let's gotta have even... the salty with the sweet, dude. That's true. That's, it. that's, that's true. Um Yeah, I, I definitely agree with the end screen to but with a caveat of like, I enjoy it the first couple of times I see it. And then afterwards <laughs> when I have to skip through it every time and it's not like an instant thing that I can go to, like, I think I would be fine with it if I then didn't also have to wait a little bit after. Cause I remember there was, I think you then see like the little, like your character. Yeah. With you the see lives. your dead corpse with a like, Oh, I guess. Yeah. If you do have lives, you do see that. And then you could just start over. But otherwise there's the screen with your character's dead corpse. And you're just like, Oh, come on. Yeah. Let's so, fucking, let's get through this. But I do like that. It changed each time. Like if you fell, you would get a different animation or if you got stabbed by a certain enemy, you'd get a different animation. Like they, they put a lot of work into this. Um, and second off, Zach, thank you so much for being a part of the community. Um, it has been a lot of fun, and it is still fucking crazy to me that anyone was even here at all. <laughs> I know, right? It, it's it's pretty insane that anybody really gave a shit uh, just in general, but it has been a lot of fun, and I'm so glad that I got to meet the people that we did. That's, that's one major reason that I just want to keep the Discord open is because... I want to be able to chat with these people whenever I want, especially when I need to call down fucking a wombat airstrike. I need to shoot some out of the sky. Like, that's the shit I need right there. Yeah. It's just, it's all the good stuff. And this episode proves one thing. And this is an early book club thing. Or I guess I think it was actually, no, I think it was the book club. Is when we'll see... He sent in his audio. Oh, yeah. He's like, this yeah, just dude. proves that they will put whatever the fuck you send into them into these episodes. <laughs> and and Phil absolutely did prove that. It might have been the last book club episode, but he fucking proved it. Because I'm putting that shit in there. Ugh. This is this is gonna be an e-explicit episode. We're gonna hear about that spanked ass. I like it. You gotta. You gotta. IndiePod is all about spanking asses. I mean, it really is. It really is. We're all about them thick cheeks. Any last little bits you want to say about Infernax before we hop off? Uh, no, man. I think, you know, Zach said this as well, but if old school Castlevanias are your thing, like this is a good game to check out. Uh, it definitely is for some people going to be a challenge to get through, but I think it's worth it. Um, and I enjoyed my time with it. Although I will say, if you're going to pick between two, I'd pick Tunic. All right. Luckily, if you have Xbox Game Pass, you don't have you don't. to. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, you just fucking play them both. It's sweet. Other than that, uh, Infernax is available at the very least on Steam. I'm not really sure what other consoles. Uh, it's once again developed by Berserk Studio. And it's, uh, it looks it's like it's on everything. Nintendo Switch, oh, well, PlayStation, there you go. There you go. Xbox, Windows. Yeah, yeah, it's on like everything. 
So if you've nice. if you've got so a way to play games, on. you probably yeah, can you play could, this. You can play that bad boy. All right. Well, that is the end of this episode. Thanks everyone so much for listening, and we will talk to you next week. Because I during the episode, I was like, you know what? I'm just, I'm gonna put this shit uh, before. So we're we're oh, okay. ending on the developer okay, so, interview. So, so this, this is, isn't the last yeah. episode. All right. Yeah, this is not gonna forever, be the last but... episode. Don't, don't you worry, Big Joshua. This ain't gonna be the last episode. We still <laughs> got a couple more. So thanks everyone so much for listening to this uh, last book club, though. And we will talk to you in the next episode. Goodbye. Goodbye for almost forever.